welcome or welcome back to It's Abundance, the podcast. Either way, I'm thrilled that you're here. I am your host, Addison Jones, and I am just so happy and so excited for today's episode. We are talking about breaking the cycle, that cycle that we all fall into of this world, those patterns, those worldly patterns, and we are going to cover eight different habits to break that cycle. But today, before we get started, I want to do something new. I want to start each episode off with good news. And I want this good news to be either from you guys or from me. And I just want to like get our mind and our spirit in the just the mindset of gratitude and just start off each episode with a positive thing. So today, for this episode, I will start off um, this past week... I was actually at church and I just felt super cute and I don't know if you're a girl and you're listening to this you know that when you have like a really cute outfit on and you feel confident it just makes your appearance and like your mood like you're just so much happier and I got like three different compliments three or four different compliments just on my outfit in general but this one lady, um, she's actually like a friend, like a family friend of ours, but she just told me, instead of like, you look cute today, she said, you look very pretty. And just something about that made my day. Like I had already felt confident, but when she said, you look very pretty today, I don't know. I don't know. If you're a girl, maybe you can relate. Maybe I'm crazy, but either way, that was my good news. Something super simple. But yeah, if you have good news, please go over to It's Abundance the Podcast on Instagram or The Abundant Co. and message me or make sure you stay tuned for those stories. I usually put up there some um, like Q&A things that you can write in there. And I would love to hear from you guys and what your good news is because I don't know, there's just so much to be grateful for and I kind of want to like get to know you guys more and know who's listening. But yeah, so today we are talking about breaking that cycle. And yeah, to start off, I want to read a little bit, a little bit of scripture. We're in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. I'm out of breath. It says, set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And then jumping down to verse 5, it says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Ah, so good. That is the perfect segue into today's episode. Thank you guys for joining me. Let's talk about breaking the cycle. Alrighty, today is going to be such a good episode. I can feel it. It's in my bones. I'm so excited. This is something that I've wanted to talk about for so long. Like you have no idea. It's just one of those things that, I don't know, I just, now's the time, because if not now, then when? All right, this cycle. This cycle is what we all get caught up in at some point in our life, and a lot of times it's so hard to break through. So today, we're gonna, I'm going to give you eight habits that have absolutely changed my life. These things are easy once you get through them, once you get over that hump. Like, I don't know. You know when you, sometimes people, you start a a habit, whether it's working out or eating healthy, and they say, like, there's a rule of, like, three days. And I know it's, like, kind of cliche, but it's so true. Once you do it for three days, it, I don't know, it just kind of starts to become that habit. So, for me, I don't struggle with that self-discipline, but I know a lot of people do. So I'm going to kind of give you an easier 
just an easier approach to these things because I don't want you to look at these things and be like, oh my gosh, like I can't do all of these things at once. Just leave today with one in mind and work your way through it. Work your way up to all eight habits and Oh, I promise you guys, your life will be changed and your relationship with Jesus will be so strong. You have no idea. I am on fire to share this with you today. So I'm going to waste no more time and we are going to just jump right into our number one. And our number one, I know you don't want to hear it, but I promise if you just hear me out, it will change your life. The first one is check in with God before you check your phone. I've been there. I know it's so hard. You wake up, your alarm goes off, whatever it is, and you just immediately have to check what you missed, right? What is on social media? What's happening? Or maybe you just don't want to get out of bed right away. So that is what we turn to. But if you are praying that God will allow you to wake up for a hunger for him, the desire to get on your phone will not be as strong as it is right now. You won't feel the need to scroll through Instagram or scroll through TikTok or check your emails, whatever it is. Asking God for that desire and that purpose for your waking up and your your eyes to be open and ready to hear his word and what he has for you that day will change your life. Your phone will not fulfill you the way that God does in the morning. What's really interesting and really cool is in the book of Mark, which is the second book in the New Testament, um, there's in chapter 1 verse 35, it talks about Jesus and what he does very early in the morning. And I just think this is really interesting. So yeah, let me just read this really quickly. And rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, He, meaning Jesus, departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. I love this so much because even Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, was praying. He went in secret very early in the morning I mean while it was still dark and he prayed why are we not waking up early to pray and to be in the presence of the Lord when we do these things we are able to do this where we can go into the next towns and preach there also because when we are being fulfilled in the morning and spiritually fulfilled we can then therefore go out and pour out into others if you've been listening in these last few episodes since I've started It's Abundance, you know how much I love phrases and just like words in general. So one thing that I've been saying to myself for the last few months lately, and I've written it down on sticky notes and in my Bible, it says eat spiritually before eating physically. And I just love this simple reminder that before I plenish my body with physical food, I need to plenish my body with spiritual food, which is the word of God and in the presence of the Lord. I need to fulfill myself with him. And this leads us into our second habit for today, which is pretty much copy and paste of the first one. It's the same thing, but it's still very important. It's wake up and get in the word. When you wake up and you rise in the morning and you choose to open your Bible or to open your Bible app and you sit with the gospel 
and you're reading the teachings and the stories of Jesus and what he has done, you are setting yourself up for success. You are setting the mood for the rest of the day. When you're choosing to sit with God and pray and ask God for that spiritual hunger in the morning, you are choosing prayer for the rest of your day. I'm not lying when I tell you that when you ask God for that spiritual hunger and you wake up to feed yourself with his word, you diving into the word won't become some discipline thing that you have to nail down. It's something that you desire and it's pleasurable and you wake up and you want it. That hunger, I don't mean you wake up and you're okay with it. No, you wake up and you need it. You are starving for his presence and starving for what he has for you that day. Okay, I think I've covered that one, those two pretty well. Wake up, get in his word, choose him, choose that mood for the day, and choose to be in the presence of the Lord. Our third habit is check in with yourself. Now, I don't mean self-care or self-love, those, though those things are good, I mean, what are you consuming? What are you listening to? What kind of music are you putting in your headphones throughout the day? What kind of books are you reading or magazines that you're looking at? What, uh, what other media are you looking at? What are you scrolling through or liking or reposting? What is consuming your day? that is also consuming your mind and how you live out your day. Then I would think about maybe finding an accountability partner or something to hold you accountable, whether that's a reminder or a sticky note or something, maybe a friend or a family member to text you throughout the day and say, hey, what are you consuming today? What are your favorite books at the moment? Or what are you listening to? What music? Or, hey, Addie, do you have any podcast recommendations? I don't know. Something that will get your mind back to where it needs to be. Something, somebody, or something that will hold you accountable for that media that you're consuming. Because what you consume plays out in your relationship with God. What you are putting into your mind directly affects how and when you come to God. Leading us into our fourth habit, make time for alone time with the Lord. What does alone time with the Lord look like? This looks like choosing him as a friend, choosing him as your best friend that's walking beside you, going and in secret like he does with his father and going and praying where nobody knows where he is. Maybe this looks like a nature or a prayer walk or maybe you're having a picnic alone with the Lord and you are just spending time in the word or your devotional or your journal and you are just talking to God, talking to him like an old friend. Hey, I just really need to talk to you about this situation in my life right now. I am really struggling with this or Hey God, I just really want to thank you for this. For me, I love to just go on a drive anywhere that I'm going, whether it's to work or to church or something. And I'm, I just turn on the music and I just say, Hey God, I want to talk to you about this and anything and everything. You just spill out, just share. I just need to, I just need to get this off my chest. 
just like a friend. Guys, he is your friend and he is waiting for you. Now, I want to talk about rest for a minute on this topic of alone time with the Lord. I am an introvert. I'm kind of on that line between introvert and extrovert, but I lean more towards introvert and I am very fulfilled and renewed when I'm alone and when I rest by myself. But a lot of times we mistake our rest for resting in the Lord and I just want to briefly touch on this because we have to find the difference between rest and rest with Jesus. Because resting and watching TV or scrolling through our phone is so, so different than resting and praying to God or resting and studying His Word or resting and filling ourselves with worship music and praising Him. We need to shut out the world when we are resting in Jesus. So when we go on these alone times, this isn't alone time with Jesus in my phone or alone time with Jesus in Netflix. No, this is alone time with Jesus, period. <laughs> there is nothing else. There is no world. We, we have to shut out the world. And this is so hard for us as a society because we are so fast-paced. And it's always what's next. And I have to get to work at this time, so I need to wake up at this time in order to have time with Jesus. Causing our rest to get so twisted. We are twisting up our rest with Jesus with self-care. This isn't self-care. This is spiritual nourishment. We need to shut out the world in order to rest in Jesus. So our alone time and our spiritual nourishment, our spiritual like replenishing is only with Jesus. And this is in his creation or just in his word. This has no part in our phone or social media This is with him and with him alone. So I encourage you that if you're on number four and you're on this step, that you choose to do a prayer walk or a picnic or a drive and shut out the world. Just take some time and forget about your social media and your text and your emails. And I mean, don't be late for work or for school, but just shut that out for a minute. And just spend quality time. Shut your mind off for a moment and just praise him and make time for him and him alone okay anyway number five fellowship what is fellowship fellowship is people get surrounded friends get surrounded with like-minded believers people that are going to pour into you and are going to just be there with you now i'm not entirely sure the age range of this audience But I'm assuming most of you are teenagers or just somewhere in that in that age category of teens and you probably go to school or to work or to a sport event or you are in a gathering of people at some point during your week or multiple times during your week. You are with people and I encourage you to ask yourself, who are these people? Who am I Who am I surrounding myself? What does my circle look like? Who is in my group and who am I allowing to pour into me? And what am I allowing them to pour into me? Matthew chapter 18 verse 20 says, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. The message version of this says, 
when two of you are when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make prayer of it my father in heaven goes into action and when two or three of you are together because of me you can be sure that i'll be there now this isn't saying that those that are not believers and when you are with people that do not have the same values as you that God is not present because he is present. Don't get that wrong. He is there and he is dwelling in that relationship. But the power in two believers, two or three or more believers coming together is so incredible. So throughout this episode and this week as you listen, I just encourage you to think about those relationships in that circle and that group. Is it like-minded believers that you have? Is Jesus' name dwelling at the center of it? Have you made prayer a part of that relationship? Or is that difficult because you don't think the same? I just, I encourage you to bring that to Jesus and say, Lord, help me because I don't know what do you want from this friendship. This is so crucial for breaking that worldly cycle. And I promise you that if you hold up those relationships to Jesus and you surrender them and you ask for that guidance, he will reveal. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, friends, he will reveal to you what he needs to. Our sixth habit is give, which is kind of opposite of this fellowship idea of being poured into by your peers and by others. This idea of give is to pour out and to pour out onto others share that good news. Friends, the things that are happening in your life, and that's why I want you to share it with me. Let's share what is happening in your life. What is God doing? How is God moving? Let's share it with others so that they may understand the goodness of the Lord. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When you are giving your time Maybe not necessarily your money, but your time and you are volunteering or you are simply being with that friend and you are meeting up and you are, you are giving your time and your energy. You are being a light. Whether you know it or not, you are shining back to the Father. You are showing that you as a sinner are right there with them. You are just showing them your way, their way to Jesus. You are providing that path and being like, look, look what I have. I have something different. When you give, that is your opportunity to break that cycle. You have something so special. You know when you wrap up a gift on Christmas or a birthday and they're about to open it and there's just something inside of you, you know what's inside of that box or that bag. You know what's inside of there. That's what's happening when you give. When you give, you're knowing what's on the other side. And that is so exciting. You haven't told them what's on the inside, but you know. And they are about to find out. Give and you will be the light. You will point back to Jesus. And that is so special. So cling to that. Our seventh habit is surround yourself with truth surround yourself with the word of god and what does this look like well for me this is putting sticky notes on my mirror and in my car and putting reminders in my phone or having my background as a verse or a 
piece of scripture of some sort and it just is that reminder in your day-to-day life that he's there and when you're surrounding yourself with these words of God your life changes and I know it's so simple but the more you wake up and you see those things on your mirror and in your car the more you are reminded that you are not alone and he is not just there in the morning when you wake up and you choose to pray to him. You know, he is there throughout every moment of your day. And yeah, I just encourage you to start placing sticky notes around your house or those index cards or those little um, notifications on your phone. A super simple habit, but so extremely powerful. Our eighth and final habit of the episode is we touched on it at the beginning, but talk with God like a best friend. In every situation, make his presence known. Ask him for guidance in any and all situations. And a friend told me a while back that she said, I'm that girl. I'm that girl that needs to ask God if I should eat this apple. I need to ask God if I should say this thing or I should send this text message. Be so involved in a relationship with God that you need him in every situation. Invite him into your office. Invite him into your bedroom. Invite him into your car. Say, Lord, you are sitting here with me right now and I need your help. I don't know what to say and I'm not really sure what to do. Or, hey God, I don't know what book to read right now. I am just really struggling. Can you just help me? Talk to him like a best friend. And if you are doing these things and you are inviting him into all of these different things, that cycle that we're talking about, that cycle becomes nothing. It snaps so easily. Yes, you're going to fall back into it. But when you have the presence of the Lord and you are choosing him every morning and you are practicing these habits, the Lord dwells in that cycle. And when he's dwelling in that cycle, it can't hold you captive any longer. He reigns over all and he is inviting you today to take action on these steps and to run to him and to fall into his presence and at the foot of the cross and surrender it. Surrender it right now and choose these habits. I'm going to quickly go over these so that if you didn't catch one of them and you need to write it down, go for it. Number one, check in with God before you check your phone also known as eat spiritually before eating physically. Number two, wake up and get in the word. Very similar, but still important. Number three, check in with yourself. Not self-care, but spiritual nourishment. What are you consuming? Number four, make time for alone time with the Lord. What does this look like? Nature walks, prayer walks, picnics, drives, what is it that you need to rest in Jesus, not rest with your phone? Number five, fellowship. Surround yourself with like-minded believers that can pour into you. Number six, give. Pour into others. Share the good news and the work you've experienced from God. Number seven, surround yourself with truth. Place those sticky notes everywhere, in your car, on your mirror, whatever it is. Set that reminder. Number eight, our last one, talk with God like a friend. He is your best friend and in all situations, dwell in his name. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This was so fun. I love talking about these things. If you have any questions for me, 
please reach out. I really love talking about this stuff and I would love to answer any questions or just have a conversation about these. I love you guys so much and I am just so incredibly grateful for you guys and I want to hear what you have to say. What did you think about that interview style with Avra a couple weeks ago? What is happening in your life? How is God moving? And what good news do you have to share? Please, please reach out and please share it with me. I also want to say we are coming down on four, wait, yeah, four months until This Isn't You comes out. The book, December, get ready. Guys, I'm just so excited. Also, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear more um, interview style podcast episodes or do we want to hear more about anxiety? Do we want to hear more of these habit things? What is it? Please leave comments, uh, DMs, whatever it is. Tell me what you want to hear because I just want to give content that you want to hear and what is on your heart? What are you struggling with? I love you and I care about you and I am just so thankful for you. I am praying for you guys this week that you would experience the abundant love of Christ and that this cycle in your life would be broken and that you would be able to fulfill these habits and start seeking Jesus and running to him. I love you guys. I've said it enough. Bye.